kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey guys, this is Crystal back to remind you about our sponsor, Hulu Plus. Head on over to HuluPlus.com slash the read for a free two-week trial and catch up on all your favorites like Scandal. It's available this current season the day after it airs so make sure you go on over and log on to huluplus.com slash the read for that two-week free trial get caught up on scandal and let's get the show started oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> i knew it was coming and it still tickled me wow hello everyone i'm the guy and i am kathy lee gifford and this is the read back again that was Geico, wasn't it, or was it Progressive? Progressive is flow. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Geico is the is the lizard thing. Oh yeah. The gecko, duh. God, what is wrong with us? <laughs> commercial is so funny. Um. So yes, how are you? Oh well, you know, um, I'm I'm doing great. I just feel amazing. What about you? Yeah. So <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. What? Hot topics. Your life is amazing. Shut up. Girl. So, uh, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Everybody's favorite grandma. Madonna was allegedly banned from this movie theater in New York because she went to the New York Film Festival screening of 12 Years a Slave, which looks like a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the trailer for it. I started to watch it, and then I was like, is this going to make me mad? And yeah. then I thought, maybe. So then yeah. I said, no. It's definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she went to some place called um, the Alamo Draft House Theater. Ooh, and those are fun. And she went to see a screening, and then she got all caught up in news because she was texting allegedly during the movie. And supposedly some woman turned around and tapped her and, and like confronted her about it and was like, girl, put that shit away. Right. And she responded by saying, this is business and slaver. What? <laughs> this is business and, and slaver? Like she was texting and she said, this is business and then called the woman in and slaver. What? No, she didn't. Yeah, that's what they, I mean, that's what it says. What? And so then. <laughs> she called the lady. <laughs> An enslaver. So she just called somebody massa because they asked her to stop texting in the middle of a movie? Girl. I don't even know how I feel about Madonna saying Let's that. not be extreme, young lady. Like, girl, that's crazy. Well, listen, I was trying to be cute about it, but since you just had to to point it out, this is absurd. I still call her grandma, Donna. I mean, and it fits. And it, and it works. But I mean, she looks great for her age most of the time. Um, anyway, so they said that she was allegedly banned, and then they tried to take it back because, they tried to take it back because, like, Madonna fans or some people were like, girl, it wasn't that serious, and well, they said it was she, a joke. What, like, her remark was a joke? No, they said that it was a joke about her being banned. I mean, 
Like I don't. So they banned her for texting, or they banned her for calling somebody an enslaver. They banned her for the texting because okay. allegedly the place has like this really big, um, highly publicized rule that you're not allowed to text during films, which I get. So obviously. I mean, then why not just like y'all don't have ushers? Why didn't somebody tap on the shoulder and be like, "Girl, put your phone up or leave"? Someone did that and. They got called an enslaver. Oh, I thought maybe it was just somebody at the movie theater. You mean an employee called her an enslaver? No, another theater person. Oh, okay. I still can't believe what. Like, I feel like if this was black people, somebody would have called for assistance in some way or another by now. Like, I don't feel like this scenario would have been allowed to play itself out without, you know, people who working who were working at the theater getting involved. Like, just. I just I don't it just don't mesh together for me. This story is weird. To me it's kind of like are you is, are you posting this story because Madonna is white and she was texting during this movie? Are you or are you texting it because Madonna was texting? Or are you posting it because <laughs> right. Madonna was texting we knew what during saying. a movie? Like because honestly, I don't care. Like what I don't understand what the right. big deal is about it, but I do think Madonna's like a billion dollar. She's a huge business. <laughs> I could see that if she gets a text and she needs to respond to it, you know, during a movie. But at the same time, a big part of the reason why I don't even like going to movie theaters is because you have to deal with people. And right. I don't like people. <laughs> and I've actually gotten into like damn near fights in theaters over just basic disrespectful shit like taking pictures and like taking trying to pictures. do bootlegs or whatever black romance comedy oh, we're watching wow. and like you know all kinds of ignorance and I've had to you know get a few people together yeah and so I get it but do you think that if she was it's just like the, the weirdest part of this is the fact that she called somebody an enslaver like I mean do you know what movie we're watching like why would you just casually use that word like are you not watching a movie about slaves and you decide that somebody telling you to put your phone up as an enslaver? Like, girl, what? Like, oh, just sit your old ass down. This is so stupid. So Drake is having some issues with other hip-hop niggas. Of course he is. Why would you say of course? Drake is like the last person who should be having problems with anybody. No, I mean, but you know, people who, who like to express their tender, loving emotions tend to get into it with others frequently. What happened this time? So he was all over Twitter because um, allegedly he kicked Future <laughs> off of his tour. And I have to say allegedly because there's no like concrete evidence that it's true. Uh-huh. But Future was in Billboard magazine, I think. And he talked about Drake's album. He said, Drake made an album that is full of hits, but it doesn't grab you. They're, they're not possessive. They don't make you feel the way I do. I mean, he just, you know, he just continued to shade Abria, and we... But... You know, we I guess we don't stand for that on the future. Netflix, the same. What is the tour? Would you? The tour is called Would You Like a Tour? <laughs> That's literally the name of it. Like, why? We get it, Drake. Like, you're nice, and you have manners, and you... Like, his albums have always been, like, very courteous type. Yeah. Like, how are you today <laughs> thank me later <laughs> you're welcome please miss may I have some more like Répondez, s'il vous plaît. would you like a tour anyway <laughs> I mean I don't know why that is going over everyone's head <laughs> but apparently Drake was pissed off about it which I mean I get it she's sensitive and demanded that he be kicked off of the tour and then he was reportedly suing Drake for 1.5 million what I guess because of the money that he 
lost not being able to tour then so all this allegedly occurred overnight we got kicked off the when did this happen like yesterday so he got kicked off the tour yesterday and then planned to sue for 1.5 million today yeah i guess something about that don't smell right but then now they're saying that they're trying to work things out and i guess does Farrakhan still get these niggas together whoever it is (laughs) who sits down for the hip-hop summits now (laughs) wasn't it dj clue was the only one who could fix it i think it's mona scott young mona scott young is going to be like so can we film this will there be a fight (laughs) and i hope call mix up in here set up some bottles of uh peach moscato and get my camera crew. That's on the Sky Young will be like, let's turn this into some money. Nicki Minaj will come in and rip Future off of Drake, <laughs> and Sierra will be like, I'm out, and smack the bitch. Future, what are we talking about? Future's, Listen, wait, but Future's music moves home. Like, was he serious when that's with that statement? Did he really say that? Yeah, it's in Billboard. Okay. Oh, but then they, his like manager was saying, or whoever his team is, was trying to say that. Like it was taken out of context or it was off the record um, and it wasn't supposed to be used and blah, blah, blah. Well, of course. But now they're saying that they're trying to work it out and everything's going to be great. I just can't tell you a song by Future that I listened that was just like, I don't, I can't tell you the name of a Future song. It's all... I can tell you names of Future, a song that Future's on. And I think that there are a couple of songs that he may have. If you played it, I'd know the words, but I wouldn't know it was his song. Right. Future's music don't move me to do nothing, but. Like, drink Hennessy, find some strippers, like, just... Future? Like, yeah, just, like, hood trap shit. You're like, not thinking of two chains? No, I'm thinking of Future and his... Oh, that is him. Yeah. But that's not his song. Well, but he's on it. That's his voice. So I hate it. I'm just... His music doesn't move me to do any... Like, Future... If, Future is trying to be T-Pain. And, uh, well, Future is trying to move niggas the way that T-Pain did. Because I don't give a fuck. Everybody down <laughs> south remembers Nappy Heads. And we remember, you know, the robbery song that I put you on game to. Yes. And T-Pain was in that group. And so then all funny. of a sudden it was I'm Sprung. But I'm Sprung was everything. It was. And then it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is this fifth element android bullshit he has in his throat? This sounds kind of different. And so then he went out to... Listen, T-Pain... T-Pain did some shit. Yeah. And so I feel like... Because didn't Future first start rapping? I'm not really sure. When are you niggas at home now? And I'm pretty sure like he started rapping. And I think there was... He had a song with Drake. I can't remember the name of it right now. But like I remember he came out at first and he was rapping. And then all of a sudden someone told him... Or hey. someone co-signed. Yeah. Maybe it was his idea. Because he's written songs for like R&B and pop artists. So I don't... Maybe he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to sing some of them. Yeah. And there was unfortunately no one around to be like, girl, don't. I don't know. <laughs> Keep getting these, these publishing checks, girl. Yeah. I don't think that you need to do... But people seem to like his voice. I don't know why. I don't... I mean, listen. It's not like a drowning piece. Don't let me act like I don't enjoy some future because I do. But... And saw him at the cover girl VMA party and he was very nice, waved oh, no, and everything. He looks very, so he's, he's very, very nice. cute. He's very handsome. So I mean I'm I'm saying all that, but you know, if I have to pick an artist whose music moves me, I don't even really ride for either one of you. But <laughs> like off top, without even any further thought, like it's 
automatically Drake. Like, what? I'm just so confused by that. But okay, Future, this whole kicked you off tour and now I'm suing for $1.5 million and now we reconciling all within 24 hours honestly sounds like a Twitter rumor that well, you know got what? out of control. It's not. It has been going on longer than that. Has now really? that I think about it, I remember Brooke mentioned that she reported that news on like Thursday of last week. Oh, in But Atlanta. it was just like on Twitter yesterday. Or maybe the day before. Hmm. And so, yeah, Brickheads let these girls know. You're late. Catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Maybe I mean, well, maybe there is some validity. Can't talk validity to it. But, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully they all work it out. Everybody hugs it out and and gets back to, to the music and the fun and the hoes and the weed. And the reason why we do all this. I don't do any of this. Oh, Okay. Speaking of Drake, he has found a new rival in Kendrick Lamar. Maybe. Is this, is this, I was going to say, is this really going to be a thing because of the control verse? Well, you know, I guess Drake felt a way about the control verse, clearly. Drake feels a way about everything. Precipitation. Like, the nigga is just emotional. And, you know, he made some comments that I can't really remember off the top of my head, but he, he basically was saying that the control song was cute. And, you know, no one's really talking about it anymore. And I remember there's no that. way that Kendrick Lamar is killing me at anything. And he can't murder me. And, you know, that was nice. Whatever. Like, he was like, that was hot for a minute. But how many of you are still playing the control verse? Like, honestly, I am. Honestly, I have it isolated on my phone as its own separate track. Just Kendrick Lamar's verse. And I listen to it like every single day. So I am still listening to the control verse. But I don't know who else is Drake. He okay, so there was some like um, niggified award show last night, the BET Hip Hop Awards. Mm, yes, fun. And you know, at those every year, they have like rappers come in and do ciphers where they're supposed to freestyle and to you know, and then that's pretty much the only reason that niggas watch. Yeah, the fucking Hip Hop Awards is for the ciphers. And so Kendrick's cipher, he said something like, "Nothing's been the same since they dropped Control and tucked a sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes." Ooh. And so people are saying that that's Drake. But I see like a lot of Drake fans and the and the like saying, well, how do you know he's talking about Drake? It could be anybody. He said nothing's been the same. Come Drake's on. This album's called Nothing, <laughs> Nothing Was the Same Since the Last Time I Fleeted. Come on. And <laughs> tucked a sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes. If you say sensitive rapper, everybody Drake, in America is going to <laughs> Some people might be thinking Drake, oh, but um, sensitive rapper is Drake. Yeah, it is. It just is. It, this is Drake. And so what? Like, Drake probably does wear pajamas. And you know what? They probably have feet and they probably zip up in the back. And it's just a thing too. that it is. Maybe you're mad, Kendrick Lamar. Maybe you're pressed because nobody bought you any pajamas and you would like some cuddle, fuzzy, buzzy, gorgeous pajamas to sleep in and you just don't have any. Maybe that's it. Maybe Kendrick Lamar wants to express himself emotionally like Drake does. Who the fuck are you? The president and CEO of the Drake fan? <laughs> I don't know why I just all of a sudden felt like this cape for Drake coming on. Because I didn't even really mean it. Whatever. Have you listened to his album? Uh, yeah. I have. What did you think? I really like Worst Behavior. Everybody likes Worst Behavior. Oh, really? Because somebody, I saw somebody say that it was a throwaway track and the worst one on the album. I'm like, what? Worst Behavior might be the best song. Worst Behavior is the best song. Yes, it is the best song on that album and definitely one of his best overall. But I mean, mostly I can skip Drake's album. I don't love it. I don't hate it. If it's playing in the background, I'm not going to ask you to cut it off. But it's not really very memorable to me overall. 
I like worst behavior. I like own it, and I like the song with Janae on it. But I only like Janae's part, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. To you, we we basically feel the same way. I'm just very apathetic about it. But I understand that Drake is, you know, obviously catering to an audience somewhere. People out there. I would are into like it. for this rivalry to happen. I would. I would like for them to trade records just for the sake yes. of yes. Actually, I do think they are both very talented, and this would be really interesting. And as long as people don't get stupid about it, then this could be really fun. But but that was the whole point of con- of the controversy. Hmm. Well, and and maybe it and maybe it's working. Maybe Drake and J. Cole are gonna because they are both really smart, really talented, good writers. I need to listen to Two Chains album. Do you? Yes, because Two Chains is the one who has the the music that'll fucking move me, bitch. Really? Because it takes me all the way back to Dunk Riders and shit in Miami for some reason, because he's not even from there. But it's just so hood, it just reminds me of pickled eggs and hot sausages and, and fucking water hose fights and, and barbecue. It just reminds me of so many great spades, dominoes. Just it's that. so great. Even though he was at the BT Hip Hop Awards, I saw like a small clip of him and he had on like the Nicki Minaj collection. I just want you to know. I don't know what it was that Two Chains was wearing, but he has some good ratchet ass songs. I just want you to not because you said that his music moves you like it's in your granny's like hymnal and y'all been singing them songs like passed down from generation to generation he or some shit. He moves me similar to the way that Shrick Daddy moves me. Oh, okay. In a ratchet way. No, actually way. not even close. But he gets me there. So I need to actually listen to this album. <laughs> okay. Knock but- yourself out. Ooh, Trick Daddy and Trina have were like co-parents. Okay, <laughs> just okay, King and Queen of your heart. That's fine. Chris Brown. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, like, that's... so last week I went off for like ten minutes, <laughs> like just complete, just ranted about Gawker Media and the way they treated Chris Brown, like. I had I had to defend Chris Brown because even though Chris Brown's fucked up so many times, it was wrong the way they did him. I had to do it. I had to. Right. You were right. And then yesterday, it's like it's like Chris Brown personally hates me. It's like Chris <laughs> Brown is like, bitch, I see what you're doing and I'm going to kick you in your face for your efforts. Like I'm trying so hard and he just he just shits on me. But I okay, I can't really exactly remember what I said, but I'm sure that I also mentioned that I think Chris Brown is just totally out of touch with the reality. Yeah. And he showed it again when he really first of all, here's the gag. The song wasn't even on okay. Let me get there. So there's a song on DJ Khaled's album, Suffering from Success. Oh, poor you. Right. So rich. God. Let me go cry. Let me that put you on the prayer list. Like hell with gasoline jock strap. You poor motherfucker. Shit. Hoes and drugs and liquor and money. What? I mean, really, can we pray for you? Like, what, what else can we do for you? Let me I don't know. know. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to mean something. Fuck. I don't care. Whatever. Poor you. So he has a song called I'm Still and Chris Brown sings the hook. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown also recorded a rap verse on there that was taken out. Now the shade in that alone. Yeah. <laughs> the shade in that alone. I mean, for the executive producers to be like, you know, actually just no, we're going to have to we don't like to do this, but we're going to have to just <laughs> step in. And this is Or it no. could be that DJ Khaled already has 17 rappers on every song anyway. So they're like, why don't we just take this one out? He oh, yeah. Or for one. or for space limitations. Like, uh, if we could cut anybody, cut, cut Chris. 
So we wouldn't even have had to hear this, but he was just so amped. This is just so... For everyone to hear this rap verse that he put on the song and that he released it himself, I suppose, or yeah. from someone else. Yeah. I just want to read a little bit of the lyrics yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Go right ahead. At one point he says, you niggas mad because you fucking with them regular hoes and ain't nothing better than my Asian. <sighs> I don't... This is the thing. I wonder if Karuchi is like no. I don't know if she's like lucid or I don't know. Karuchi is high all the time. Because how does she? The not- blatant disrespect. When Rihanna said she was sweeter than a rice cake, Karuchi should have punched Rihanna and Chris Brown in their fucking faces. But no. And now with this, and and don't get me started on Chris and this, my girl is fake exotic because she's not black bullshit. Because that's really the root of that stank ass comment. You niggas is fucking regular hoes and my bitch is Asian or whatever. Like, girl, shut up, Chris. Shut up, Chris. He continues to say in the song, now every nigga in the industry done fucked my bitch and all my niggas said I told you. First of all, this is okay. So this is why again, like I try so this hard. Is why, again, I feel as though this young man is just completely lost touch with reality. It was like yeah, last week we gave Chris all, like all of his flowers. You know that expression: give somebody their flowers while they're living. We gave Chris all of his props, and then we told him this is what you have to do in order to climb out of the negative perception that people have for you. And it's like he heard the show and then said, <laughs> I'm going to do the fucking opposite. <laughs> and that's, this always happens. And it's like Chris listened to the show and was like, you know what? I bet what would work is if I did exactly what those guys told me not to do. What the fuck? Like the fact that this was cut from the album was God giving you a pass. But I think the reason he released it is because he wanted for everyone to hear that. Right. Because Chris Brown like to disappoint me he likes to upset me i want him i want him to succeed i First really of all, do the whole asian comment was just kind of like okay girl <laughs> and then for him to also say every every nigga in the industry done fucked my bitch obviously he's referring to rihanna so first of all but this doesn't make any her sense as your bitch is one thing and then you're talking about my as if y'all are even still together and you <laughs> you say it on the same verse were you talking about Karuchi <laughs> like so but I thought Karuchi was your bitch so who and then he ends the verse by saying some shit about, first of all he said I'll fuck your baby moms and then he said some other shit about how he fucks a girl and passes him passes her to his homies and they run a train on her sexy and she's been a hoe so first of all how the fuck you gonna try and crucify anybody for fucking however many whoever the fuck's in the industry and then talking about fucking baby mamas and your friends and you running trains because and referencing your girlfriend on the same song he's not well no like it's one thing to be a hoe but to be a hoe with your friends like tag teaming with your friends and some hoe shit is just girl like I'm not judging you do whatever you want but how about don't turn around and say the whole industry done fucked my bitch and all my niggas said I told you so when you just admitted to running a train on somebody first of all and secondly oh girl tacky who talks about somebody else's pussy like really mind your business worry about what your dick is doing and where it's been your whole fucking life look at your life oh my god Oh my God, no, I'm not doing this. 
No, I did this last week. I'm not doing this. I'm fucking not. I no, I tried. <laughs> no, fuck you. I tried. Like, are you kidding me, Chris Brown? Are you fucking joking? Chris Brown does not listen to this motherfucking show. And Chris Brown probably does have people in his life that are like, so girl, look. Chris, really if you listen to the read, thing. do something stupid on Tuesday. <laughs> now. But he's not going to. He does the opposite. We'll see. Listen. I just, I can't anymore. I really still think he needs to do some eat, pray, love shit, but I just, I can't. Like, I don't yeah, care anymore. No. He just continuously makes an effort to be a dick and it's, then gets mad when people make efforts to make him look like a dick. Like, then how about you stop with the dickhead behavior, Just girl? stop it. The, 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 the verse was cut from the album. The world never needed to know that it happened. And then you put it out. No. This nigga is banished from my life. <laughs> okay. So everyone, do not forget that if you go over to Audible right now, you can take advantage of an amazing opportunity that's exclusive to us at the read. Go over there at audiblepodcast.com slash read and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. It's amazing. And they have an awesome tool called WhisperSync that allows you to switch between like reading and listening. And it's really cute. You guys, Audible has thousands and thousands of titles. In fact, they're up to 200,000 in all different kinds of genres. You can download great books like The Four Secrets, which Kid Fury has told us about so many times. The and Four how- Agreements. Sorry, The Four Agreements. Not enough, I guess. I was thinking The Four Secrets because I was thinking of The Secret Garden, which is also another favorite book of mine. So again, head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read. You get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. It's just for listeners of the show. We're hooking y'all up because we love to read where there's a lot of time we spend on the train. You got to do something. So download a book and get started at Audible today. All right, let's continue the show. All right. And we're back. We are, and it's time for listener letters, you guys. As always, email your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. And we have a lovely update today from Jess. Remember the virgin who had sex with that guy and then he stopped calling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jess emailed, Jess emailed us back and said, Shortly after I wrote you guys, I heard back from Mr. Man. I think I let my emotions get the best of me at the time because I was expecting him to be more clingy after sex. So I'm moving forward and I don't have any regrets. We have been intimate again since then, and it was amazing, and it almost makes me question why I waited so long to have sex with him in the first place, because he really takes his time. My only complaint is that he puts his career in school before everything, so I'm going to exercise patience like I did with losing my virginity. Thanks for your help. (laughs) I'm sorry. Normally, I read these all the way through before I do the update. I didn't read that one all the way through, so I got, yeah, that was hilarious in real time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Good luck, Jess. I don't even... So, wait. He puts his career (laughs) to... I was just trying to make sure that we were... (laughs) I was trying to make sure we were talking about the same thing. It's kind of like a Mean Girls... (laughs) Yeah. When, uh, what's her name? Regina. When Regina was like, all he cares about is school and his mom and his friends. Right. <laughs> and Katie was like, is that bad? Like, <laughs> is it bad that he puts his career in school in front of everything? Jess, I think that's actually really good. But okay, girl, have fun. Good luck. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Our first question today comes from Brandon. And Brandon said, I've been dating this guy for about a month, but I've known him for two months. 
Oh, don't start cackling yet, because the, the hits are going to keep on rolling. No, the funny thing is, I was thinking Brandon, and I was like, Betty's gay. And the first thing you said was, I dated a guy. There's oh. so many gay Brandons. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh my God, that's true. Light They're skin really Brandons, all too. That's weird. And I know a light skinned gay boy named Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. And there's a lot of gay Demetriuses. <laughs> Demetrius? Like a million of them. Huh. That's good to know. Anyway, let's get back to Brandon. <laughs> Brandon says I've been dating this guy for about a month but I've known him for two months we've never met though originally we were supposed to meet on my birthday but suddenly he got sick after a week or so of being in the hospital and he took pictures of him in the hospital and his band so it was legit he got better only to return back the next day I prefer not to say what is wrong with him it's not so bad right now but it could potentially kill him if treatment doesn't work this may sound crazy, but I do love him. I'm not in love. I just love him a lot. My question is, if I'm invited to come see him in the hospital, should I go? I want to, but I'm a full-time student and too many absences is an automatic failure. I'm kind of confused on what to do. Please help. Wait, yep. how far away is the person? I don't. We, we don't know how far. We just know it's long distance and online only. First of all, huh. you shouldn't have said hmm. that you weren't gonna I mean he said he didn't want to like, say what it was and then he just I like, try to exercise like so much like patience <laughs> with some <laughs> of these letters because it's like these are people's real lives and I don't want to just kind of like laugh at your life but my thing is I just don't understand why okay here's the thing if you really feel that way about him I don't think that because did he because he what was the reason that the too many absences what if you miss too many and this was a policy in a lot of classes I had in school if you miss too many classes you automatically fail the class period you cannot do well, is he like at, is he at the brim is he like at the I mean I need a little bit more detail here Brandon if no, you he like probably wants to save up his absences for a real reason because this is a good needs, reason I mean it kind of is this is somebody you've known on the internet for eight weeks why oh why did I hear eight months no 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 two months <laughs> they've known each other for two months they've been dating if you can call it that online for one month and I'm he so... wants to know if he should no wonder you were going back and forth about this absolutely do not rack up no absences for your internet boyfriend what wait a minute I didn't know that um I don't know what's happening um <laughs> yeah two months yeah save those Save those those things and check on him and talk to him and make sure all of that's going. Yeah, two months, that's a little... So, I just, I have to ask you about this. And it seems like ever since Catfish came out, a lot of people have been talking about this concept of dating somebody that you've never actually met before. Mm. Do you think it's possible to enter into a relationship on the internet? Yeah. Like a real, like meaningful, healthy, long-term relationship. Yeah. Without ever seeing the other person. It depends on how long. If you don't have any plans of ever seeing each other or, you know, figuring out how you could potentially have some sort of a life together outside of the internet, then no, that doesn't make any sense. But I think that you could definitely meet someone and just through interacting and communicating with them online say this is someone who I want to be with and now I want to figure out how I can be with this person outside of the internet. I think that you can do that. But I don't think that it's something that is just like 
Because I think that everyone now has like a Twitter boo and like an Instagram wife and like all of this stuff that isn't really meaningful. It's just like, oh, that's somebody cute that I talked to. But I definitely think you can meet someone on the Internet and then be in a relationship. What they One of them catfish people just got proposed to. I don't think I think that chemistry between two people is so unpredictable that. I would never be able to enter into a relationship with somebody that I had never physically been around before. Like, you know, like, I just don't think you can be my boo unless I know that I can be around you and feel comfortable around you. Like, there's just too many unknowns, even in even though there's a million different ways to get in touch and Skype and whatever with somebody on the internet. I just don't think it's not for everyone. Um, good luck with your booze illness. Not, you know, that was pretty cryptic. So that could be one of a million different things. Hopefully he is feeling better soon. Right. Why would you? But I mean, I just, if you didn't want to say what it was, just say you don't want to say what it is. Yeah. So the, the answer to your question though is no, do not rack up absences to go. And I mean, you kind of hoping that he even invites you to the hospital. Like, is see what what I don't know. I'm not even gonna try to understand the ins and outs of how this relationship must work. But good luck. I don't know where I turned incorrectly <laughs> on the yellow brick road, but I'm <laughs> so lost. Let's move right on. We have a letter from Imani. This is a short question. It says, "While recording the read, do you guys ever have bloopers, or is the show all unedited?" Every single. <laughs> and if there are any funny ones, would you guys ever do a blooper show? <laughs> Now, the great thing about the read is that the only thing that's scripted is the advertisements, obviously, (laughs) and then the letters from you guys. Everything else is completely unwritten. And so to say that we have bloopers, like, (laughs) it is so bad. (laughs) We We usually don't have bloopers during the show. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think that if we took, like, the the first 10 minutes that we're in here talking and the mics are on from like a couple of shows and put that together as one show that would be like yeah right so when I people would like a lot of people would hate us yeah we don't have bloopers a lot of people would be like okay these girls are wasted or like oh they don't have home training like we have conversations that we edit out so that we don't look like terrible people Oh, there have been a couple of episodes where I've been like, yeah, let's take that out. <laughs> there have been entire segments where we just like went in and dragged somebody. And then we were like, yeah, mm, whatever. Doesn't need to make it to the air. So um, we definitely do um, edit the show every week. As far as would we ever air that? All that um, on that, all that lost footage? What do you think? I don't think we would. I think maybe we should put together a show of of unaired footage yes maybe when we are because we get to pick what we put on there maybe yeah let's do that okay that was that was maybe a, a cute i don't know idea, when Imani. yeah I don't actually know. i'm not locking myself down because then y'all will bring it up and be like girl when are you gonna do it just like y'all do with that dl video girl when oh comes yeah out. when are you gonna somebody kiss my ass next letter no, somebody asked me about it that's on nice time. next one no seriously okay great I'm being awesome serious. delicious <laughs> Next letter. But I'm being so serious right now. Girl, I know. You saw it on my Tumblr? Sure. So. Okay. What's the next one? This beef ain't over. Our last letter comes from Jay. And it says, recently I've had a few friends who have suddenly disappeared from my social radar. Friends who I would speak to on an almost daily basis have started responding to messages slower and or being evasive about what's going on with them. 
I follow up with them, my friends, and after getting their replies hours or days later, I don't quite know what to do. When I finally get in touch with them, they're all dealing with legitimate real-life issues like parents going through a divorce, mom diagnosed with cancer, depression, etc., my first instinct is to cut these hoes off for thinking they can come and go in my life. Wait, what? <laughs> God damn it. I did not see that coming. Okay. That's where I fell out to. Shit. Said, well, got it. Like, I understand your mom's dying, but hey, fuck you. Bitch. Right, what? So anyway... <clears throat> is to cut these hoes off for thinking they can come and go in my life as they please without so much as a warning of their circumstances. Am I being disloyal or irrational for not wanting to remain friends with people who can't communicate? Or am I well within my right to chuck up the deuces and make friends elsewhere? Jay, I would not want to be your friend, my nigga. <laughs> Damn. The fuck are you on? What? First of all, if people take hours or days to text me back that, days I might feel away. Hours, I don't give a shit. Because I know people have jobs. Like, and people have other things to do. My text message is not your number one priority. So if somebody takes me all damn day, like First of mama, all, anybody who texts me is just gonna have to deal with the fact that you're gonna get a text back whenever I get back to it. Because one thing about me, first of all, is I don't sleep like the rest of you niggas do. So you have already had a full day by the time. I'm kick here gets up and so I just saw your text and honey like look I'll get to it when I do or sometimes like my headphones are blasting and I don't see it like girl you just have to understand that sometimes people are going to get to you you know just you never know what people are doing or getting going through but but to be like even if we weren't just lazy right like if something was wrong like if you finally got in touch with me and I was like yeah my bad my dad just died and you were like... Oh, I'm just... I'm going through, like, depression. Well, bitch, you couldn't text me back faster? Like, wait, what? I had to amputate my leg, so I actually couldn't come over. Well, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I don't give a damn. If it were me... Like, I don't get it. Listen, there have actually been times, like, where... I had just been at home and wanted to hang out with friends and stuff. And just... You know, based on the circumstances at the time, we couldn't hang out the way that we, you know, normally do. And it just, it is what it is. So when you list things like divorces and, and cancer and depression and whatever the hell else, girl, that's, yeah, that's it. It's People are going through some shit, girl. Like, Jay, that's all extremely legitimate. Like, it's fine. Forgive them if they do not want to go get a big Buford with your ass at Checkers <laughs> this weekend because somebody's mom is dying. I can't even believe how, Jay, well, this sounds so selfish to be like, so my friends are going through real ass problems and this is probably when they need somebody to be there for them the most or at least offer some sort of emotional support. And instead, I'm considering not being their friend anymore because I don't appreciate that it took them a while to let me know about their personal tragedy. Are you fucking, are you fucking joking? Like, is this a fucking joke? Yeah, because I'm kind of, I mean, <laughs> unless we're reading it wrong. I don't know. Jay, Jay. Alrighty. You should, da- yeah, yeah. Go ahead and chuck up the deuces and make friends elsewhere because your friends really, I mean, if they are going through all this terrible shit, the last thing they need is somebody who's going to be like, yeah, so sorry about your mom and everything, but it took you four and a half hours to text me back and I message said you read it two and a half hours ago so I was just wondering. listen to nothing was the same <laughs> ah, that wraps up our listener letters ask the read at gmail.com with all your questions and let's move on okay so people listen <sighs> yes God first of all I just need to let you know that we have Hulu plus 
one of our amazing sponsors here at The Read. And we are still offering that two-week extended trial if you go to huluplus.com slash The Read and get your life. And they have tons and tons of titles. But oh. Oh, but uh, I mean, they have great shows and movies, you guys. Thousands of listings. Feel free to search whatever you're in the mood for. You're definitely going to find it at huluplus.com slash the read. Oh, but girl. They've got scandal. And can we just talk about scandal season three and what we have been up? We're going to talk about like the first two episodes, like what has happened. Okay, to well, this we point. don't have that much time, but we'll just listen. First <laughs> of all, Olivia is snatched. Olivia is. I mean, like her coat, her edges, her like her skin, everything about her, like her pretty girl pose. She's just and her lip quivers and everything is just great. Um, first of all, I'm so glad that Huck approached. I mean, yeah, Huck approached Miss Quinn and was like, "Girl, it's it's time for you to stop." Yeah, you're like this whole you're doing like, a lot right now, and we need you to calm down. This body snatchers thing you're you're going through, I don't see it. Yeah, and so I need for you to end that. And you know, Melly still gets on my nerves. Abby got someone to tease that hair and put some damn eyeshadow or eyeliner on her. Now she thinks she's the shit. It's just you know, the scandal is it's still amazing. It's taking us through so much. I can't wait to see what was in those documents that Cyrus and yes. Uh, Olivia's dad we're looking at that that's gonna be something that I can tell I'm gonna have to watch this season over again if they have like a winter break or something yeah because I know like I had a trouble following defiance before yeah this and Byron Olivia's daddy is terrifying that is the legit worst like like you're actually frightening sir and then that whole situation with huck and olivia because now huck knows about liv's dad and if i were you i would not take my eye off melly because that bitch always got a trick up her sleeve and she'll pull it out at the last goddamn second when what nobody ready for her ass so So get into scandal at hulu plus you guys hulu plus.com slash the read sign up for that free two-week trial get caught up on thursday nights or if you can't catch it one thursday it will be on Hulu Plus the day after. So go and get your life. H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S dot com slash the R-E-A-D. And let's continue. All right. So. It's time. It is time. For the grand old read. Yes, it is. Are you ready? Yeah, I am. Would you like to go first? I don't have one. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have one. I was just going to let you. I was just going to let you have it, but go right ahead. Oh, that's nice. Well, listen. So this is mine. <laughs> can i just say i love you so much i love you too um i'm tired of you niggas on vine <laughs> running up to little fat black kids and calling them terrio i'm sick of it i'm tired i am to the brim with it okay it is bad enough that they have poor terrio's little round ass running around here talking about ooh kill him ooh kill him instead of at school and eating his his fucking his nutritional pyramid he needs to have a balanced diet and he needs to get back into some books i'm dead ass serious and every single one of y'all niggas know it you know it you know it get terrio off tour and back into school like what is he that's bad enough (laughs) but all of you niggas I'm serious. All of you niggas who keep hunting down these little round black kids and calling them Terrio and putting them on Vine talking about 
say ooh kill him and all that stuff leave people's kids alone that is bullying i don't like it it's made it make have you seen those like there was a vine with one kid i think they were like at a wendy's or something this little boy this little cute boy and like a, a yellow polo or something this nigga ran up to him and was like oh look it's terrio and the little boy looked so confused and frightened and they do it all the time Stop picking all these little round black babies and like, (laughs) what the fuck? Get a fucking life. Like everybody's like, like, ooh, look, it's terrible. I don't like those kinds of jokes. That shit is not funny. Leave these kids alone. What the fuck is wrong, y'all? Get off of Vine and get a fucking life. Like seriously. Leave Vine to the creative. There are a lot of people on Vine who can be very creative and hilarious. Like regular old folk, not comedians or nothing. Regular old folk on, on Vine and they do so many creative things with that or say the funniest shit and they're not picking on innocent kids in the process what the fuck is wrong with y'all yeah dirty foot crusty dick ass bastard okay i wasn't ready for that my god i felt pretty good thank you so much uh, okay are, are you done Do you yeah have, i'm finished no anything else in your spirit no nothing no? else okay yeah, I'm done. well <laughs> thank you so much for that and i'm going to pass my read this week pass the read i used to I am. And this comes from somebody who refers to themselves as Yeezy Top Me. I guess that's his or her Twitter handle. Oh, I thought you said Yeezy Topped Me. Whoa. <laughs> no, and Yeezy is Y-E-E-Z-I-E and then Top Me. So, okay. just so you can, just so you know. Um, is that pertinent to the left? Yeah. Well, I mean, because I'm sure people are going to want to look Yeezy up. So, wanted to make sure I spelled it out for you guys. Okay. However... Let's get into this. Okay. All right. And it says, Dear GOP, y'all, oh <laughs> y'all are some fuckboys. Okay. Y'all the type of motherfuckers who pay $64 a month in child support for two kids and be mad that your baby mother got her toes done with your money. You sick, petulant, self-indulgent, bitch-made despots are ruining people's lives. You silly rat bastards play with government funds like it's monopoly money, but in addition to being the banker who fucks the money up, y'all also knock the board over and try to tell the world that it's everyone else's fault. Fuck y'all. But how mad can I be at y'all for being the fuckboys you were destined to be? I mean, y'all been a party of fuckboys since forever. Let's look back, shall we? Abe Lincoln was a fuckboy, but he freed the slaves. No, bitch. He punished the South by taking their slaves away as though black people were a pawn to be used. The South was a bad boy, so Daddy Lincoln took away his favorite toys. Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Coolidge, Hoover. Herbert C. fucking Hoover is one of the most supreme fuckboys to ever fuckboy in the history of fuckboys fuckboying. Eisenhower, Nixon, and Ford? Yep, them too. Reagan, bitch. Reagan is the fuckboy greatest of all time. He is the fuckboy holy grail. When y'all When y'all's last bitch boy Romney ran for office, nobody even talked about him. They talked about Reagan. Reagan is the fuckboy God. And then you got the (laughs) fuckboy Holy Trinity rounded out by George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. Y'all motherfuckers managed to elect the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost of fuckboys. Almost three in a fucking row. Listen, people are struggling to literally get their fucking lives. And y'all want to fuck up health care? Nah, bruh. I tell y'all to have a seat, but after the next election, I hope you don't. All in all, you people have decided that your desire to try to turn your failship around by making a 360-degree pivot is more important than the lives of Americans, and you will pay. I hope you fuckboys never get elected to nan, not another thing. I hope when your families vote for a house pet, you lose to a one-eyed asshole cat who pisses in your loafers. Again, fuck y'all. Me, myself, personally, I wish old girl and run y'all's asses over and I don't even work for the government. Go ask 
isolate on a dick and die. Sincerely, <laughs> you easy to help me. That's Y E E Z I E T A U G H T. Yeah, taught me. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure y'all get it because Yeezy went off. Why do. And frankly, it was something that needed to be said. The fucking government. Why do the Republicans hate Obamacare? Because, I really don't. I honestly. Because, because it's fair. Because it means poor people will, will be able to go to the doctor without being bankrupt. And because rich people don't. Yeah, but why is that a problem? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. The main. I can tell you without shame that half the time I'm not following well, politics. Okay. Well, conservatives' big argument against the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare is that they don't want to have to pay into a system that they don't benefit from. Meaning they're going to be paying for universal health care, but they're obviously going to keep their private health care. So they don't want to have to pay for something. Right. That That's what to. I thought. So basically their problem is it is that they were going to have to pay so that. So that the, the very know, poorest the among poorest us among don't can, die from a fucking toothache. Yes. The, and these are the richest. It. Like I'm, cause I'm trying to like, I honestly, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I think I get it, but that can't it's be it. Just like this mind blowing. This cannot be the country we live in. Like that, like it couldn't possibly be that rich people don't want to pay a little extra <laughs> from their riches so that poor American people don't die, yeah. but still say that they love America. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that yeah, that's actually pretty on. much it. And these fuckboy asshole motherfuckers sat up here and shut the government down for over two fucking weeks, knowing good and goddamn well that Obamacare was not going to be defunded. Did it because they right could. that whole thing. Never mind that like, millions like of people toddlers. are fucked. Right, like no, you're fucking with a lot of people's lives right now. Like, people need to work. People, niggas are broke. You can't just cut a nigga off, like, from just cut niggas' jobs and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, back pay. Back pay my ass, motherfucker. These bills is due now. <laughs> Verizon could give a fuck about my back pay, bitch. Do you think somebody's landlord is really trying to hear that? Like, girl, what? No, niggas want their money. It was childish is not even beginning to describe the way. It literally, I said on Twitter, was like, a toddler flipping over a table with apple juice on it because he said he wanted grapes. Yeah. It's just really... I don't understand why we have Mott's apple juice on the table. I don't I don't care that my brothers and sisters like apple. I wanted grapes, so nobody's getting any yeah, juice. Yeah, so nobody's getting any juice, right? It's just like... what. Like so, what? I don't. Okay, I don't get but, it. But it's like it's like a toddler trying to take away the juice, and mama being like, "The juice is staying." The juice. The mama has spoken. The juice is staying. You assholes can either drink some juice or sit down and be mad about the presence of the juice, but it's not going anywhere. And I had every intention of doing something. Mama like doing, gave the apple juice anyway, and the brother we're took drinking that apple fucking juice. apple juice <laughs> and squeezed all of the juice. Like, okay, so you don't have to drink it, but we're gonna put this cup in front of you anyway. If you don't want it, then just don't drink it. But it's there, and it's too goddamn bad. Like, girl, uh, this was so dumb. This was just so, ugh, party full of asshole race. And when niggas found out that their EBT was fucked. Not even just EBT. We talking about wick. We talking about formula. Like these are infants, dog. Come the fuck on. Really? Like people are hungry. Like you you are fucking with social services that the very poorest of us need. And it's not enough. One percent of you control forty percent of the country's wealth. One percent. 
control 40 percent of the entire goddamn country's wealth. Are you like, are you shitting me right now? Like, and you are mad over universal health care. Y'all are so rich that you will never not be rich. Like, how greedy can a person be? It's just, uh, it's unfathomable. But thank you so much, Yeezy Tommy, for writing that and sending it in because I had every intention of doing it myself. And so even better that we were on the same page. If you guys ever want to pass your read, send it to pass the read at gmail.com. And I think that just about wraps up another episode. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So don't forget to go. (laughs) Are you okay? Don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud, (laughs) iTunes, and iHeartRadio Talk and Stitcher. Yes. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at This Is The Read and like us on Facebook under same name. Also, don't forget to visit HuluPlus.com slash The Read for the extended free trial. Go get your life with Scandal. Catch up now, girl. You got plenty of time. Well, actually, a new episode comes on tonight, so you really don't. <laughs> um, Leave work early and catch up on Scandal. Don't forget to check out our friends IxoraBB at IxoraBB.com. And, of course, Kip Yuri and I are going purple today, October 17th, for Spirit Day. Check the hashtag Spirit Day on Twitter. Go purple in support of the anti-bullying movement against LGBT youth. Anything else? Yes, I'm having a party. Oh, shit. October 31st, Kid Fury's <laughs> Trilloween. Bitch. So make sure that you, I'll put the link so you can go and get your tickets. Come out. We're going to have a costume part, a costume contest. And a cute prize will be given away to the best costume. You don't have to be wearing a costume to get in, but wearing costume is encouraged, girl. It's a Halloween party. Um, also, if you can help me come up with an idea for a costume of my own, I would appreciate that because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to wear. Me either. I was just thinking that. Um, but yes, come out. It's going to be lots of fun. We're going to play a lot of ratchet music and please be prepared to dance. No wallflowers. No wallflowers at Kid Fury Party. <laughs> well, good. I'm excited. I can't wait. I got to... You know, find something to wear, but yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you know, I'm a little have a little anxiety about that, but so that'll be fun for Halloween. And I think that's it. Oh, on Tuesday I'm speaking at NYU. Oh yeah, I'm on a panel called Making It in Media: LGBTQ Identities. It's at the Wasserman Center in Presentation Room B on Tuesday, October 22nd, from 12 to 1:30. And we'll be talking about how to use media to explore, discuss, and advocate for your social identities and social causes. You guys can RSVP at bit.ly. Hopefully you know how to work that link. bit.ly slash C-M-E-P events. And so, and then also check my Instagram, Instagram.com slash Crystal. The flyer's up there. So, but register and come hang out with me at NYU and we'll talk about, you know, things and, and take pictures and then go home. Adorable. That wraps our show up, people. Okay, you guys. We will see you in a week. All right. Bye. Bye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom. Crop out. Yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. 
Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.